Welcome to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show, home of the premier guides and Capnell.com. There's lots of good eating fish out there. You don't have to be snacking down on carp anymore. Captain Jason Prieto, Neil Taylor, and Danny Guarino give you the latest fishing forecast to keep you dialed in on the fish. First of all, it shouldn't smell like fish. So get ready for an hour of learning, laughs, and a little bit of cutting up. You chose as your topic, fish. Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show starts now. Now. This segment brought to you by Grizzly Coolers. Coolers that are made to last a lifetime. For more information on Grizzly Coolers, check out their website at grizzlycoolers.com or visit a retailer near you. And welcome. Here we are another week. Tampa Fishing Outfitters radio show on Sports Talk 1040, the team. I'm Neil Taylor. Captains Danny and Captain Jason are at the pub. <laughs> and instead, That's a good place to be, huh? We've got uh, a special guest this week, uh, one of my favorite guys in the fishing community. We have Paul Bristow, who uh, was the owner of Love Lures for years, and uh, he does a lot of work for the Skyway Fishing Piers, which is a site sponsor and advertiser. So, Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, nice to see you, Neil. Uh, we've known each other for years, so g- good to be sitting in with you, man. We're going to have you on regularly, and uh, I've been really looking forward to this because... Uh, you know, doing a whole show with you, we've got a lot to talk about. And uh, you bet. Hopefully, we can teach people a few things about the peers. But, but yeah, you and I have known each other for even longer than that, so we can Way get some of that stuff time. too. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, Paul, if I was landlocked, I would be on the Skyway piers all the time because I know what you can catch out there. Because I back before I did kayak fishing. I was a peer rat. Yeah, I'll tell you, Neil, it can be fantastic out there. You know, we we have guys that specialize in all kinds of different things. Um, there's some that try to perfect everything, but really guys that try and learn a species or a season first do the best, but we have a few that try and do it all. But as you know, I mean, you can, you can land everything from, you know, silver trout all the way up to a, you know, a a 12 foot tiger shark. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a special place. And I know you, uh, sometimes when your trips are, are prevented by weather you'll you'll roll out I yep. mean, if you can't get out and and that's another that thing that has saved yeah. it for you know like uh this week we had a day it was uh let's see it was tuesday and so it was absolutely there was no way we could take the fishing trip i actually cut the clients loose to go do other stuff right but uh conceivably if that was their only day these guys were going to fish with me three days total we lost one day right but if that was the only day they could go fishing, I probably would have taken them to the Skyway Piers. Exactly. And- yep. And, yeah. you know, we've had a few of those days over the past two weeks now. And uh, there's some things you can do even on those days. And the two things that come to mind in the nasty weather um, would be silver trout. And they're in the deep holes, mostly at the end of the north. But some, some Are there on any the size south. to them this year, Paul? You know, I, I had a guy, Neil, tell me that he was getting 12 and 13-inch fish. But... But no, we're not getting a whole lot of big ones now. They eat fine even at ten or eleven. But yeah. but I know what you mean. I mean, I love them. I just don't like to clean a bunch of ten inch fish when I can get some fifteen inch fish. That's same, you know? same for me. Yeah, but but uh, you know the the thing about the silver trout is they'll bite in inclement weather. You can do them very easily, especially for someone that's just down visiting Florida. And I'm sure you do a lot of teaching. Uh, in your business and uh with the silver trout if you get you know a sabiki tipped with squid or a tandem jig rig with a little bit of squid um you can teach anyone to do that and just bounce the bottom yep. and catch fish now the sheep's head they're also a, another good cool weather species they're a tougher bite though i mean because you know that that takes a little trick on them yeah um, you, you almost have to strike before they have the bait in 
but they're another fish that will bite even when it's horrible conditions. Um, you know, we had mackerel about a week ago. They have been tougher this week. In fact, I've not seen them yet this week. Now, I do see a warm-up coming after the I, – I guess we have about another day and a half of this wind. Yeah. And, and then a warm-up coming, and hopefully that will bring the mackerel back in. Uh, but, you know, now what, what are you seeing on the flats? How have the flats been in this weather? Um, you know, I've gone deeper, so – Instead of doing the regular stuff on the flats, you know, we had a good solid four nights of, of pretty cool overnight temperatures. So right. instead of going where I would normally go on the flats, I was going to like creek mouths and places oh, that okay. have some depth to them. Yes. And, and it paid off. Nice. Doing That's some where deep the fish were. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. You know, um, and that is something that you can do. And you can do this whether you're at the pier or a creek mouth or a river. But often when we get these fronts, if you'll slow down and you can do it with a plastic, you can do it with a shrimp. But if you'll drag a jig in these conditions, you can produce even in the horrible weather days. And I'm guessing that's especially in your line. That's what you have to do. Yes. Yeah. Again, we got Paul Bristow from the Skyway Piers here and. I'd encourage you, if you're brand new to the fishing community, get out to the Skyway Piers and try and track down Paul and pick his brain because he has a lot of fishing knowledge. There are other assets out there on the pier, but, uh, you know, Paul's a guy. If, if Paul has something to say about fishing, I'll tell you, I'm going to listen to it because he knows what he's talking about. Well, hey, that's a nice thing to say, Neil. And, you know, uh, you and I go back so long, and, and actually I would say all the way back to the soft plastics when I was uh, – uh, producing Love's Lures, we produced some baits for the 12 Fathom Company, which we, obviously, I, I don't even own the company anymore. And right. We don't produce for them anymore. They produce on their on their own. But some real nice baits, and they're producing them, I think, through Producto now. Correct. And, and, and make, yeah, that's, some of those tails are, are some of my favorite tails, period, in the in the salt water. Yeah, there's overlap. The Slam R and the 12 Fathom, yeah. you, you guys called that the Slugger? The Slugger, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, it's 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 the same tail. Um, yeah. But uh, but it, it's a great tail is what it is. And it's a, a, tip great for, tail. a tip for all you out there, that's what I'm throwing now. That's what I'll be throwing for the next three months. I threw some on Sunday. I actually fished Sunday. You know how nasty Sunday was. Oh, yeah. I had a, a good friend. Uh, actually, you might know him, Bill Rogers. He used to kayak fish a lot. Oh, yeah. Do, do you remember Bill? Yeah. Holy cow, yeah. Bill disappeared. He moved to Ohio. He did. Yep. Bill's an engineer, and he moves around with work. But Bill and I got out. I haven't even heard Bill's name in about eight years. Oh, I, you know, I knew you'd know him. But yeah. but anyway, good friend. And we got out on Sunday, and we were trying for trout. Uh, unfortunately, the trout didn't show at all. Yeah. But we got a number of nice snook on the flats in the wind with that four-and-a-half-inch tail on the float. Yep. Just bouncing it on the flats. And, and you know, that's just such a good presentation. Um, but yeah, I, I thought you'd know Bill, and and, I, and I'm guessing that you know a bunch of the same old guys. That, oh yeah, that we all used to <laughs> used to pal around together. Yep. Yeah. Well, we got Paul Bristow, and we got him for the whole hour here, so we're gonna keep picking his brain. Um, we've got some news. The Captain Mel website has been rebuilt and launched. Um, I'm working out some final bugs, and we're uh, we're getting some feedback from the members, things that we can make better on the site, but. Uh, the site's the best it's ever been. Uh, Mel would even be impressed with what I just did with this site. I took a visit just today because Good. I, I get, well, I, you sent an announcement uh, email yeah. and I was like, well, I want to look at it. It's very nice, very yeah. efficient. If you are looking to find out something about a certain area of Florida, you can go right to it. You can find it in seconds and you can read a report that in general was that week. Yep. I mean, e even within days in a lot of them. Yes. You know? And, yeah. uh, you know, now it's uh, the big difference between the site now and what it was a week ago is uh, 
how much more you see on a visit, you're going to be hit with this stuff that before the way I redid the site four years ago, five years ago, when I redid it, a lot of this stuff just didn't show and people weren't finding it. And now people are going to see this stuff and they're going to say, Ooh, I want to read that. That looks pretty good. You know, it, 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 a lot of it just comes up automatically. So I was, I was seeing stuff that I'm like, Hey, that's my region. That's stuff I want to see. And maybe that's something you've built into it where when someone is looking at the Tampa region, they're going to see not just, you know, about up here or the flat, but a whole bunch of stuff about the, about the region. Well, there was yeah. a learning curve because um, I jumped in to help out. I hired a company to, to do this called Pro Guide Sites. Right. Captain Clay Evanson does a, a great job building sites for people. And instead of this taking three months, I jumped in. So the process only took three more days. Nice. And so, hey, that that speeds up the learning curve, huh? So the learning curve part of it was in the classification of articles. I didn't do all that exactly how I should have because uh-huh. when the site published, stuff wasn't exactly where I thought it would be, and so we fixed all that. Right. So now it now everything's a lot more like how we envisioned it being. Yeah, like I said, it it, it really it, the ease of use is is incredible i i i was cruising around on there and like i said stuff was coming up and i'm like hey i want to read that and new so, content yeah, looks very nice um paul's yeah. going to be one of our uh one of our big authors he's written a lot of stuff over the years and anything he wants published out there where uh you know people can see it he's going to get that to me and we'll have that on the site um i had six of the other people who write for the site who looked at the site they were impressed and they said uh I have some articles I've wanted to write. Now that that site's up and looks like that, we're going to write that, get it to you. So nice. With the advent of the new site, we have a lot of excitement from our contributors as well. So there will be a lot of new content to add to a lot of stuff that's it's timeless and it's very valuable stuff you can find on there. It is, I'll tell you. You know, Mel used to just preach so much about knots, and knots are so critical. And I saw you had some great knot links on there. I saw you had some links to to doing flies. I think you're going to start doing some flies actually on your own now. And uh, and all that stuff is so helpful to you know just your visitor that hey, I want to learn a little bit more. Um, I, I see guys doing pompano, and now I want to learn about what they're doing with that flyer. Right. I want to learn that loop knot that lets the jig you know float around better with the fly and and there's a lot of that that stuff on there yeah it, it, it's very nice and uh and like I said Mel boy he used to preach the knots and 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 that that stuff is it's timeless like you said it's timeless it's an important skill so you look at all the different stuff in fishing if you can't tie a good knot you are going to suffer when you hook that fish of yes. a lifetime big so. time big time and you know when you need an arsenal you don't need a huge arsenal but I I'd, I'd say you need about 5 or 6 and and it's probably it's gonna, about right. Yeah, you know, a, a version of a loop knot, a line to line, um, maybe a heavy duty line to line. Correct. Um, several attaching knots, depending on whether it's mono or braid. But you can probably get away with about five or six. Yes. I, I think I tie about five or six. Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably about yeah. what I do. Yeah. I do most of the same fishing over and over, so I really only tie a couple of knots most of the time. But Every there are. And then. Yeah, there are occasions where I need to know that other knot, and I do know it. So, yeah, yeah right, right. The one I always still struggle with is the bimini, but I I can pull it off. Uh, it helps if I have someone with me, but I, I can sure. pull that one off. But that one, that one's a tough one. And there's a few that are more difficult. Um, you can actually replicate a few of the more difficult ones with with different versions of the other ones, and and that's something that you know that. Um, that you learn about, you know, the more you tie knots, you're like, hey, I can vary this a little and make it to where I can tie it on my own versus have someone, you know, help me. 
Well, that'll bring us up to our first break. We'll be right back with Paul Bristow. When we get back, we're going to do more fishing talk. We'll be right back after these messages. Talking about cars and dreaming about women. Never had a plan just living for the minute. Yeah, with that yonder on the chat of boots. You never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. But I learned how to swim and I learned who I was. A lot about living in a little. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Kenyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you'd like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. Introducing Finn, the world's first situational spectra fiber fishing line with four different braids to choose from. Wind anchor for windy conditions and put an end to wind knots. Shock absorbing for more stretch on those big bites. Original PRT for overall power and performance. And the new Extra Smooth, the strongest, smoothest braid in the market. Get the world's first situational spectra braid. Fins. The Tides and Weather are brought to you by Werner Paddle. For decades, Werner Paddles have been handcrafted in the USA, making great paddles for kayak anglers. If you're looking for a new paddle, look to Werner and try one today, because a great fishing paddle is a great paddling paddle. Go to WernerPaddles.com to locate a dealer near you. And we're back, segment two of the show. We have a special guest, a guy that uh, I was actually really itching to get in the studio. We've had Paul calling in a little bit, but uh, we want to bring him in as often as, as he possibly can because uh, he's going to get a following on the show. Because uh, Well, hey, that's nice to say, Neil. Now, now, Actually, now I know where their location is. So. Yeah, he, he now knows where the studio is, so maybe he'll just take my spot. And I can be at the pub on, on recording nights. I was telling Neil I was I was probably several hundred yards from here, and then did a complete turnaround, went back out onto Elmerton, and went completely around and wound up at the same spot. So, yeah, it's, uh, so that was that was not not very impressive on the part. station's funny because you, you figure you're gonna you're gonna see a certain thing when you get here, and you've got horses and cows surrounding the building. Right, and it's just something that's kind of surreal. Off. It threw me off, but <laughs> but luckily we spoke in, uh, and and hey, good to be here. And like I said, uh, uh, we've uh, we used to you know see each other so often, and and hopefully I can help some of the listeners you know as far as learning about the pier. Um, a lot of it you need to do on your own, but you can definitely improve your learning curve if you read. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you talk to people on the pier, as you know, we've uh, we've got some real diehards out there. And most of them will help you. Now, it, there's always someone that won't, but most will. Yes. Most, if you walk up and say, hey, I'm just here walking around sightseeing, I'd love to learn what you're doing, most of them will sit and talk to you and say, hey, I'm doing this and I like this rig. And if, if you do some of that, you will improve your learning curve. And I think that's the same with any kind of fishing, Neil. It, the, the people that are willing to sit and, and talk about it a little and think about it a little – um, I'm guessing same with your customers, the ones that listen more and say, okay, hey, well, how are you throwing that? How are you working that? Right. You know, are, are going to do better. And, and it's the same at the piers, um, especially when you really are going to, you know, maybe focus on a certain fish. Um, 
we have some guys that that really you know do a bunch of free line grouper and that do a bunch of uh, casting of diving plugs for grouper. We've got a, a number of kids that are dropping baits at night for tarpon right along the the lights and then throwing jigs and and it's not hard, but it's specialized. Sure. So if you watched them for ten minutes, fifteen minutes, you'd gain a, a bunch of knowledge that probably took people years to to learn about. You know? Yeah. So Paul, uh, segment two is the tides and the weather. So it's winter time. It's, Check the weather every day. Yeah, it is. You know, and and we we've had a we've had a bunch of wind. As you know, you're dealing. With oh wind. yeah. We we've been dealing with wind. I fished through yeah. most of it. I've had boy. a busy schedule lately. Boy, boy, I'll tell you. You know, and in this, then you have to go to fish that'll bite. Um, usually, those, I, I, I guess you'd call them diehard cold water species, would be the sheep's head and the silver trout. Now, the spotted trout will also bite out there uh, in in the in the cold weather. Um, flounder will also feed more in the cold weather. Gag grouper. Now they're closed, but guys are catching gags out there. Are there? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I. Well, I saw a 28 and a 31 in the last 10 days. Yeah. And they were both released. You know, guys are – most everyone out there is very cognizant of, of regulations and season you know, closures. Good. So we don't have many people that, that disrupt that. And I think when it's cool out, uh, releasing fish, the fish tend to do better. Um, when it's very hot – Without they question. Get stre- they get stressed. Without question. Quickly, very so, quickly. Paul – the tides and fishing the piers. What are what are the best tidal situations for people that are choosing a time to go fish the piers? You know, I'd say it varies a little bit, but I would say for a beginner at the pier, and that that maybe is what you know. How we'll, we'll start it off as a beginner. Okay. If you're a beginner going to the Skyway, you probably want an outgoing, and the reason is Neil, it's going to allow you to access the reefs that are on the bay side or the gulf side yeah i guess the gulf so side what paul is talking about uh when they tore down the skyway bridge and they were disposing of the the rubble from the center part of the bridge they had to lay that places and i know about seven different locations where it is a lot of it they put down what would you say 150 yards west of Ye- the beers yes. yes you know it varies and there's actually a few google maps that, that show the structure mm-hmm. it, it does vary i would say the 150 is 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 real close. Some okay. of it maybe is is more like a hundred, and some of it more like seventy five. Gotcha. Um, it it varies, but it but it's not real close. So a long cast is 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 often critical. But you don't have to be right on the reef. What's happened with a lot of these artificial reefs out there? These were bridge structure, as you know. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it has fallen apart. So it's fallen onto the bottom and it's moved around a little bit. You need to be in the vicinity of it, and you'll know if you are because you'll be hooking it. You'll be pulling off of it. Yep. Um, you don't have to be right on it because then you're going to pretty much lose almost everything you you hook if you're right in the midst of it. Right. Um, but it but it does vary. Um, you know, one of the I guess one of the things that that I tell people that are learning is you know if you're not feeling structure, if you're not losing a rig here and there, if you're not saying oh, okay what what am I on and then you pull it out, then you're probably not in the best spot. Correct. Um, Got to be. You need to be around the structure. You need a certain amount of aggressiveness. You yep. need to get it to where the fish are. And if you're not, if you're not snagging on stuff every once in a while, you're probably not aggressive enough. Exactly. And, and and I would say for for newcomers, that outgoing is big. Now, once you get a little more advanced, once you're you know spending a few days, you know every season at the piers, you're going to start to see where certain tide changes turn the fish on, especially with mackerel. They love the change. You can catch mackerel on an incoming or outgoing. Um, you don't often get a whole bunch in the in the slack, but when it just turns and it starts to pick up, and you're like, okay, 
that's that tide starting to move. And I can see it on my line, whether it's incoming or outgoing. You can do pretty well with mackerel. Same with pompano. As long as the water's moving, mm-hmm. you can be on those fish. Um, Are you guys catching pompano out there now? You know, we've had an up and down pompano for probably about the last two years. Okay. Um, and when I say that, I, there, there's been a few really good weeks and then a few weeks where it's really tough to even get, get one at all. And, and that's kind of how we've been on the pompano. I did see two caught this week. Um, and that was just in, I was only there one day this week so far. So I saw two on Tuesday. Um, last week, I think I saw four, but those aren't numbers that are going to drive, you know, a bunch of people to go, no. go after them. And, uh, the thing about Pompano is, you know, they, they move so often and, and the anglers that are willing to move with them will, will get the most. And if I was moving with them now, I'd probably be in Sarasota. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard they're getting some on the Supreme yeah. Pier down there. Huh? Yeah. 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 And I know you, you guys probably get some in the kayaks, eh? Yeah. yeah. You know, if it's a mild winter, I'll catch Pompano at Fort DeSoto. Nice. So nice. we'll catch those when we're trout fishing. It's yeah. the only time of year when I catch Pompano when I'm trout fishing. Yeah. Now, that got interrupted this year because the red tide was thick oh, enough right. at Fort DeSoto where I haven't been going there in three months. Right. And, and actually, that red t- tide was also towards the south. It was stronger, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Towards Sarasota. Sa- the yeah. south side of Tampa Bay right now, mm-hmm. where you see me launching down there. Right. I've stopped fishing there, too, because the fish have been driven out of there. Oh, wow. That's there is bad. enough red tide in the water. I, I am not fishing that part of the bay. That's too bad. You know, and we haven't had any kills at the pier. We haven't had any uh, any any evidence at the pier. But but the FWC comes out every single week at, at the Skyway, and they're like, the reason we're coming out is it's very nearby. It was by Anna Maria. You know, I didn't know that it was right right in the bay there. But, but you know, usually fish will move before it gets bad. Yeah. Because they sense it. There is enough know. of it. Where it, uh, it didn't cut enough fish off. It killed some mullet and some pinfish and stuff. Right. But uh, it's high enough concentration where it's been around long enough the fish moved. And if you had a higher concentration and in the shallows, it would have killed a lot more fish. But right. A lot of where this red tide's located, it's still where the Gulf water's mixing, and it's, it's a little deeper because that red tide, from what I heard, is about four miles into Tampa Bay. Wow. Wow. So that would cover part of the Skyway Piers. Um, Maybe but not to the level where it kills fish or something, yeah. you know, is what it is, you know. And um, it, it, it it's probably okay where it's not really affecting the fishing there either, but it is in the water, and right. gosh, we all hope it doesn't strengthen no. and we have a calamity because... Because you and I have both seen that, and yep. that's, you know, I, I've lived here about a dozen years, and, and I saw one awful red tide cycle probably around 2005 okay yeah and i've never seen anything like that with redfish and snook and trout and just everything yeah it was awesome and it was uh i've never seen anything like that and i hope knock on wood i hope we don't see it again i hope so too we had a dead zone that went out 20 miles yeah yeah it killed the reefs right it killed everything living on the reefs yeah it was brutal yep and the microorganisms that start the reefs again they were decimated as well yeah so those reefs took years to come back yeah, that that was uh, you know, we haven't seen that there. The FWC visitors that that come out there have not said we're there, but they're watching it closely. In fact, we've had someone out boy every few days now for the last 2 months. And that's probably because it's so it, it's so prevalent in the area of, of what we're talking about. Right. Yes. 
And that bloom was the one that started off Sarasota, I think, in Venice. Yeah, Venice. Yeah. That's where they normally start and they move this way. Well, that, that will wrap it up for segment two. When we get back, more with Paul Bristow. And we have two more segments of the show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm going to miss her all the day. I've got to buy Designed by professional guides with four characteristics that all high-end fishing rods have. Durability, sensitivity, stability, and value. Built to use under all fishing conditions that every angler faces, there is no rod that covers more of your fishing needs. Ohiro series rods include gold, platinum, signature, specialty kayak, and tournament rods. A rod for every angler. Whether you're a recreational angler, guide, or tournament professional, they have a rod that will be as versatile as your fishing conditions. Find Ohiro rods at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or www.justforfishing.com. This is Captain Jason Prioto, and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Precision Tackle manufactures the best performance floats on the market today. The Cajun Thunder, Back Bay, and Blue Water Thunder all offer quality floats that is the industry's first weighted surface disturbance course with a noise-attracting click. No gimmicks, just a quality float that delivers trip after trip. Take it from me, Captain Jason Prieto. These floats will put more fish on the boat. From the original Cajun Thunder to the all-new Back Bay Thunder, you will catch more fish. You can pick one up at Tampa Fishing Outfitters or other retailers near you. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Canyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you'd like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPool products to keep your PowerPool in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. Ohiro Braided Line is the only gel-spun fiber line that comes in four colors, including our multicolor braid, which changes every 10 yards for trolling and deep dropping. Ohiro Braided Line is not only the thinnest line in the fishing industry, but also ranks as the highest in abrasion resistance, using the highest and latest technology. Ohiro Braid will cast further and last longer. It comes in many spool sizes from 150 yards to bulk size. Very importantly, with great prices. You can find Ohiro Braided Line at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or online at justforfishing.com. And now it's time for the Come On Man, sponsored by Foy's Tire Service. If you need to get some new tires on your truck, car, or even your boat, just give Foy's Tire Service a call at 813-241-4017. 
And we're back. Segment three of the show with Mr. Paul Bristow at the helm. Welcome, Paul. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me, Neil. It's always nice to, nice to be here. We're going to have you as a regular because, uh, like I said, I know I know the listeners are going to – I know what they're going to say. you got to have that guy on more often. <laughs> well, hey, that's nice of you to say. And, you know, I'm guessing I'm going to run into some of the listeners at the pier. I'm, I'm there a lot. Uh, whether I'm working or delivering tackle or just out there, I'll – I'll probably run into them, and and if they do, then say hi. And in fact, I I think I already know a few of them already from the website. Anyway, yes. So, yep. Yep. And uh, that gets more and more every week too. The the radio show's got a wide reach, and uh, you know I run into probably five six people a week that are perfect strangers, and they say, "Hey, I listen to your radio show." Nice. So. Nice. Nice. It, it continues to to gain momentum that way, and we're real proud of how the show's going. Yeah, and, and with the website, uh, you're going to have more and more. And like I said, I and I had been there before, but but I noticed. The ease of use was was fantastic when I was on today, and I was on just today. Yeah, yeah, it was very very uh, very easy to use, and you know, I'm I'm sure for locals they're going to go on all the time. But but what about someone that wants to learn about Florida and say, hey, I'm going to Tampa, or I'm going to St. Augustine, or I'm going to go to Fort Myers? They can go on there, type it in, and get a bunch of reports, a bunch of articles that are related, and uh, yeah, very very nice and very easy to use. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Uh, that's what we were hoping for, and the site was pretty good before. But uh, now, I mean, you're talking all the bells and whistles of just a superior program. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, Clay's technology and and uh, his knowledge, how he threw this together. He was impressed with how I had things, but uh, his ability to roll that over into the new site. Right. It, he did an exceptional job. Has he done other outdoor websites as well? Yes. Yeah. So you his can, business you can tell is he called, has a background. Yeah, his business is called Pro Guide Sites. So he's I don't know how many dozens of websites he's built for fishing guides. Wow, that yeah, and, and see, you know, that background is is invaluable. I mean, you you can't teach that stuff. You you know what people want to see that are looking for fishing in an area, you know what they want to learn about, and and that's something only that someone with experience in the industry is gonna have. Um, and you can tell. I could tell right away. Yep. So, so no, he's done a very good job uh, on there. And like I said, I, the, the reason I checked it out is because you said, "Hey, check it out." In, in an email, I was like, "Yeah, I did." And, and it was, it, it was, it was very nice. And uh, we will at the piers, we'll try and add whatever we can um, as far as fishing info reports, um, and then articles. You know, you know, I, I, I write about stuff other than the piers too. So yeah, I, I hope to do some of that stuff on there too. Yeah, we are looking forward to getting it. And for those of you who are not aware of it. Every Friday, Paul sends me the Skyway report, which is posted to its own tab on capmel.com. It is it is in the top three most viewed links on the entire website. Oh, that's nice to hear. That's how many people. That's nice to hear. Follow the Skyway yep. report, and uh, you know, and I have guys now that actually give me reports for that, um, and, and some are really good anglers. So every now and then, I'll actually get someone that that says, "Well, hey." You know, why'd you write last week that someone was on those fish? I said, well, I don't write unless I see the fish or talk to the person. Right. So, but, but do I have some pretty hardcore guys letting me know? Yeah, I've got a, I've got probably about a dozen guys that are really, really good at what they do that, that I talk to and, uh, and anyone can get there, but, but it, it takes time. And, 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 and most of these guys don't fish for everything. Most of them fish for a species or two or three. Right. Um, it, I, I, I said earlier, it, it's a rare person at the piers that fishes for everything every season and has great success. It, it's there's just so much specialization 
Um, now, someone could do that if they were willing to, if they wanted to learn, put it all of it in. And then you're talking about an incredible array of tackle as well. Sure. Because, because you know, your big shark and tarpon tackle is going to be useless on, you know, doing silver trout and popping. Um, and, and, you know, that's and, and freelining gags is somewhere in between. And if you want to freeline a big ladyfish for snook, you're even maybe somewhere in between that. So that's a rare guy. But as far as a few uh, guys and actually two gals that that come out often enough that that let me know how they're doing um we we get reports from some really diehard peer anglers so if if you see it and you're like well i did awful that day well these people are are you know like i said they're 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 very knowledgeable very hardcore they may do better but doesn't mean you can't do better you can you can anyone can catch those fish given the time and that's what i try to add to it you know try to help people get as many fish as they can out there you do a fine job um, gathering information and relaying it to the reader. So what you do with your report is very good. So I'm going to have Paul give the captain's tip of the week in the next segment. I'm going to give my Skyway tip right now. And for those that are brand new to it or even those that have been doing it and you're having difficulty doing one thing, landing a fish, getting that fish up onto the pier. So... The pier probably, do they still have the big hoop nets for landing something really big? Yep, we do. Okay. So a majority of the fishing I've done on the Skyway piers has been for mackerel and pompano. So me, I learned this early on. I learned this probably 19 years ago. So you don't want to leave a fish dangling down there too long because a pelican's going to dive on it, and then you get a pelican hooked on your hook. So you get that fish up to the top. I'll lean over. I will reel up all the slack so that that fish is is laying on top. I will grab the spool, and then I do what I call the launch. And grabbing the spool, no line's going to come out my drag. I don't have to reset my drag every time. So I grab the spool, and I pull up swiftly. And for the smaller mackerel, I can have them fly over the rail easily. Nice. For the ones that are a little bit larger, I'll get them up there close, and I can reach over and grab the leader and pull them the rest of the way hey, over. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good way to do it. That's how that's I've landed landed fish on the on the pier for two decades now. Absolutely, and you know, Neil, I've, you, you probably used to fish some of the Gulf Course piers at oh uh, yeah, yeah, at like uh, Indian Rocks and uh, yep, and Clearwater Pier, Pier sixty, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, though, I always came back to the Skyway because I just liked it better. Yeah, you know, we we do have uh, more structure than than those piers do. All the piers can be good. But but as far as a land-based destination, it's hard to beat the amount of structure that we have at the Skyway, and, and also hard to beat how convenient it is. Um, so so those two things are are tough. But pier fishing is fun no matter where you do it, man. Yeah. I mean it. I, I that's where that's that's where I first cut my saltwater teeth was on a pier, mostly at Venice, uh, right right around, right north of Casperson Beach in Venice. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, and that's uh-huh. that's where I first did a bunch of saltwater casting. But the placement of the Skyway piers, you know, those other ones that are out on the beaches, you simply cannot compare the amount of water that rushes past the Skyway bridge structure. Right. There is literally everything that swims in the Gulf of Mexico except for maybe Wahoo and Mahi Mahi. Everything else swims by right. that pier. You know, it, and and actually, I, I've I've sold tackle to the piers for almost fifteen years, and and I've been an employee part time for about ten. And and some of the some of the things I've heard reported from people I trust, and these aren't things that are commonly caught. So we're not talking about oh you're going to go catch that. But I've heard of sailfish working bait schools off there. Yeah. Um. I've I've seen sawfish landed out there. Um. I've seen tiger sharks caught out there. 
plenty of hammerheads. Um, we occasionally will get uh, permit that run through there. So it's all possible. Um, now, those are rare things. I mean, I, I'm not telling anyone they're, they're going to run out and catch a tiger shark or you're going to run out and, you know, and catch a bunch of permit. But, but those things are possible because of the location, like you said. We're, we're one of the biggest estuaries on the Gulf. And we have incredible tidal cycles with incredible structure pulling in and out of the bay. And you just can't replicate that. And that's why we get a pretty unique and, and occasionally extreme fishery out there. And it is it's something that the the people in Tampa Bay and, and the people that visit Florida all you know all around uh can can really say, Hey, that that's a really neat place to go spend a day. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's uh that's the beauty of it. You have out of town visitors, they don't even have to have a fishing license. No. Well, you're covered by our license when you're out there. And, you know, and a lot of people are worried about that, especially, you know, Neil, what I notice is people that are from out of the country. Uh, in some other countries, it's very hard to obtain fishing licenses, and they're actually nervous about it. And I said, no, you don't need to worry about it. When you're on the pier, you're covered, and that's it. You don't need to buy anything special. You just pay your admission. And 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 so that puts a lot of people at ease, especially people from other countries. Uh, I think in other countries, fishing is more difficult even than, you know, than here in the U.S. Without question. And, you know, I've had a lot of clients from all over the world, and they all say the same thing. We're, we're really fortunate to get to go somewhere where we have the opportunity to do stuff because some of them tell stories where you're not allowed to go fishing at all. Right. You know, and, and I think there's so much private land that's held. Mm. Um, there's permits. I mean, I know I was involved in – I used to do some uh, freshwater exotic fishing travel, and a lot of times if we didn't get a permit to go near a dam or near – a a piece of uh, like a wildlife preserve. If we went on there, there'd literally be a gunboat that would say you, you must leave now. I mean, yeah. that's, that's how fishing is in other countries. And we're really lucky to have it here, but especially at the piers, it's really easy for people that are visiting the state to, to go fishing. Right. Well, Paul, that's going to bring us up to our final break. When we come back, I'm going to have Paul give the tip of the week. He's going to come up with something that's going to make you guys more successful in your fishing trips. Um, from here on out and for sure this time of year. So when we get back, our last segment with the guy that you're going to hear on here regularly, Mr. Paul Bristow, we will be right back. This is Captain Danny Garino. One of the questions asked of a live bait fishing guide is what should I use to chum up live bait? The answer is Perino 45, and Smelt Feed and Pet Supply carries it. It's cheaper and better than making it yourself. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply is conveniently located in Tampa at 4116 East 7th Avenue. Just ask for the bait chum that all the fishing guides use. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply, 248-2359, or you can visit them on the web at smeltfeed.com. Fishing Supply Liquidators, where your fishing dollar goes further. Over 500,000 top brand name rods, reels, lures, and frozen bait at crazy low prices. Open seven days a week, we teach people how to catch fish and back up our sales with professional and courteous service, rod and reel repair, and support. We can custom order any fishing tackle item that we don't stock. We're located at the Oldsmar Flea Market. Come on in. Are you looking for high performance and top quality fishing gear that will hold up under the toughest of fishing conditions? 
then check out the O'Hara lineup of fishing products now available at your local tackle retailer or online at O'HaraFishing.com. Choose from a wide variety of rods, reels, lines, tools, and accessories to help you get the job done next time you're reeling in the big one. O'Hara, conquering the fishing world one cast at a time. 12 Fathom Saltwater Series Lures, top quality soft plastic baits. The line of 12 Fathom Lures are designed to trick all species and are available in the most productive colors. Visit their website, 12fathom.com. Use the Lures Pros Throw, 12 Fathom Lures, and catch more fish. Make them an offer they can't refuse with 12 Fathom Lures. The old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, holds true for your vehicle's health as well as your personal health. The experienced technicians at At Home Auto Care perform a free safety inspection with any maintenance or repair service, allowing them to spot a minor problem before it turns into an expensive breakdown. All repairs are guaranteed at At Home Auto Care. At Home Auto Care, 2003 South U.S. Highway 41 in Ruskin, Florida. Call 813-645-0339 to schedule your vehicle for an appointment today. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. Captain Danny Garino here. DOA Lures has done it again. Captain Mark Nichols of DOA Lures has introduced his newest creation, the DOA Airhead. It will bring fish out of any hiding place. DOA Lures, the unfair advantage. Innovators, not followers. Check them out at the local tackle store or on the web at doalures.com. This is Neil Taylor with CaptainMel.com, Florida's number one fishing website founded by Captain Mel Berman. Your one stop for all your online fishing needs. CAPMEL.com. Again, that's CaptainMel.com. <laughs> Want to fish with one of the hosts of the Tampa Fishing Outfitters radio show? All you have to do is give us a call, 813-373-2610. And now it's time for the Captain's Tip of the Week. This segment brought to you by PowerPole's Shallow Water Anchors. Swift, silent, and secure. For more information, go to PowerPole.com. And we're back, the final segment of the show, the Captain's Tip of the Week. We sure have enjoyed our guest this week. We're going to drag him in here quite often because... Uh, this guy likes to talk fishing, and what he has to say is going to be very good for our listeners because this guy has a wealth of knowledge on the sport of fishing. So, hey, Niels, thank you so much for having me, and 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 good to be here, and 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 I thank you for uh, for the compliment. Um, you know what? I I actually first visited Florida about twenty five years ago, and then moved here and and have sold tackle for for fifteen years and been around the Skyway for about ten. But if I were to say that there's one thing, and, and we, we spoke about it briefly, but but if there's one thing I could recommend to anyone and everyone, no matter what your experience level is, is when you see someone doing spectacular and you're not doing that, you know, you don't have to move in on their spot. You don't cast over them. But but if they have a few minutes to talk, even maybe they're even done for the day. But let's, let's say they are. Let's say they're packing up and they have a full limit and, and you didn't do well and they're leaving. Um, say, hey, you know, what were you doing? I didn't do very well. And and most times you're going to learn so much from that person and you're going to get so much good advice and knowledge from that person. 
and it, it it's especially appropriate at the piers. Um, when when you're new to the Skyway, I often tell people, you know, we sell a sightseeing pass that's only three dollars and twenty cents or twenty right. cents. Um, for people that are new to the Skyway, to buy that pass and go out and just talk to guys and just watch and walk and and look and look at the bait schools and see how they're throwing and rigging and 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 maybe talking to one or two of them the knowledge you acquire through a little bit of research will increase your catch uh it will improve your learning curve and you're going to get so much better by the few moments that you take to do that so i guess if there were one tip i think that'd be that'd probably be the one i would offer that's a good one and i'll build on his tip a little so the power of observation is probably the strongest of all of them um interviewing people is good and you know, you take as much information as you can, but take, for instance, this week, I had this husband wife out and so it's cold water conditions, right? It's tough. It's tough conditions. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. you know, I taught these people that you can get these fish to eat, but you have to do it a specific way because they're not catching anything. And I've caught three big trout. Yeah. So I told him, I said, put your rods down and I said, I want you to watch me. And now I'm up to five trout. Yeah. And I said, do you see what I'm doing? And the lady said, you're not moving the lure at all. And I go, I'm dragging it. And then I'm stopping. And I go, these fish are picking it up when I'm not moving it. And right. I go, you guys are moving the lures the whole time. They are not going to chase it and eat it. Right. And after that, I didn't catch as many trout as they did. Yeah, I'll tell you. It, but it, they it's had, so true. They watched. And when you observe something, I think that can be the most powerful way of doing it even bigger over someone trying to describe it. Yeah, I, I would agree. And and boy, at the piers, especially, you know, now in the next month, we're going to have mackerel runs that are going to begin, you know, beginning. And and there's a bunch of different ways to catch mackerel, whether you're throwing spoons or jigs or gotcha lures or even live baiting. But if, if you spend an hour and just walk and you're going to see all these methods, you're going to see what's producing. You're going to see how people throw, how they work the bait, how they move the lure um, you just, you learn so much and, uh, having fished with a number of, of guys that are way better fishermen than I'll ever be. What I do when I'm getting my butt whooped is, is I watch. Yep. I just don't even talk to them. I just look and I look and say, okay, why is that retrieved different? You know, what's he doing that, and usually it helps not always, but most of the time it, it'll help more than even an explanation. Like you said. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I know, uh, Paul Bristow, uh, in his decade of working out at the piers is valued as an employee of of uh jamie fosters who uh i've known a lot of years as well and we've had jamie on the show and we'll bring her in as often as we can talk her into it but uh you know paul again you, you will usually find him at the south pier yep i'm usually at the south and i do deliveries on both neil but usually i'm at the south pier gotcha yeah so if you're looking for paul concentrate your efforts on the south pier uh paul What's the best month to catch a cobia off the piers? Boy, I'd say from about mid-March to mid-April, and then maybe about mid, well, late August to the end of September. I'd say those two, uh, I would call them early spring and early fall periods are when we see the most. You can take them anytime, Neil. In fact, yeah. I've seen some lately. But if I were to just say, okay, what's prime time? We're approaching it. We're not quite there yet. The biggest cobia I've ever seen swam underneath me when i was mackerel fishing one day yeah, i've seen some monsters out there my oh brother's my like what aren't you gonna try and catch them i go on this rod and reel yeah i'm not i'm not even gonna put wow. anything in front of that brood <laughs> i mean this thing this thing had to be well over 100 pounds wow. it was 
I, I've never seen a 100-pound cobia landed. I have seen a 70-plus-pound cobia caught at the South Pier, but that's going back about eight years ago. Yeah. Um, that was a monstrous fish. But many guys will say, oh, no, that's nothing. Um, you know, Tampa Bay brings in some monster cobia. If they're coming through, it's fairly likely they're coming through that span. Now, they might only be there five minutes. Right. But if you're ready to go, uh, which I would call a pinfish in a bucket or a bucktail jig on a on you know fairly heavy spinning gear, then you got a shot at that fish, you know, and a legitimate shot. To land them, that's a whole different ballgame. But you're going to be able to hook a fish, uh, you know, that very few people would hook from structure. Mm-hmm. And, and you got a shot. You know, you got a shot to land them, like I said, whole different ballgame. Um, we, we have a lot of cobia hooked. Most that are landed range from, I'd say, 35 to 55 pounds. The 70s, the biggest I've seen. But but that same day, I had a few people say, oh, no, that's nothing. You should see what I saw. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's something like you saw. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some big ones out there. but They look like sharks when they get that. But big. I would say a majority of what I've seen out there fits in the range of what you were describing. Yeah, yep. we uh, we commonly see 30 to, to uh, maybe 50, maybe 30 to 50-pound fish. But those are yeah. those are still fine fish. Oh, yeah. That's a big yeah. fish. Yeah, great fish from shore. So especially. what about king mackerel? I know king mackerel, the Skyway Piers are one of the best locations to target king mackerel from land. Yeah, I would agree, and, and we're – I'd say on the Kings, we're probably about a month out, yeah. Um, and that's just going off the averages. Now we always have fish that are earlier, and we always have fish that are later. Um, but we're about a month out. We usually get school-sized fish first, which are fish that range from maybe eight to twelve to fifteen pounds. They will take a lot of the artificial lure presentations. Mm-hmm. You can actually land those fish on fairly light gear, and then as the season moves on. We start to get some really, really big fish, and then you're usually talking set lines and more serious gear. Not necessarily heavy test, but a huge capacity. I think because the, you're on the on the on the pier, you can't chase the fish. I think the best the best king fishing trip I had on the Skyway piers was 1998, and I caught eleven of them. Wow! And they wow. were they were all over twenty five pounds, wow. so they were big fish. I've never had a day like that. That's, I've never come. I, I've caught more fish out there. And it would be onesies, twosies. Yeah. But 11 was the most I ever caught, yeah. and that was a big day. Wow, that's a great day. And, you know, you hear about those every now and then, Neil, and, and that's – but when you have a day like that, that's a special day, even even in a vessel. Yeah. That's, that, that, I mean, that's just a heck of a day. I was just plain lucky. Yeah. I was – I actually – a heck of a day. I guessed right, too, because I moved. Instead of being in one spot the whole day, I think I moved twice. Right. And I caught fish in all three locations. Right, so. right. You know, and sometimes maybe they're on the move, too. So maybe you caught the more active fish and then you moved on. But, yeah, we're about a month away now. That You could take one anytime. We've had kings show up in the most unusual months. And that's the fun thing about fishing the fears, though. You just never know. So we got about three minutes left, Paul. So just talk in general on the Skyway Piers. What? Why would someone want to go there? And what else do they have to offer? We've covered a lot of the species. Yeah, you know, I, I think that I think probably the most um, valuable thing about the piers is is it's a great place to teach someone to fish. It's an easy place to take your family. You don't have to put a big investment into it. Um, you can bring you know your family and a few kids out for less than twenty dollars. You're going to get a twenty four hour pass where you can come and go. There are restrooms. There's a bait shop. There's people willing to help, and you don't need a license. So for people that, especially for people that want to learn about saltwater fishing or even just to enjoy a, a fun day with the family, 
Yeah, you don't get a whole lot better than that. Um, if people want to learn more about it, the uh, Florida State Parks website has some really nice information about it, and that's floridastateparks.org. Um, all you do on the parks website is you just simply go to the find your park, and then you, you find us, and that has all the information, the address, the phone numbers, um, all the details about pricing. But uh, but no, it is. It, 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 it's quite a valuable asset. Um, I love being out there. I know that you, that you do too, and especially oh, yeah. when you have days that, that you can't fish somewhere else. That's another thing to keep in mind is maybe you can't go on that boat trip. Well, you can always go to the piers. Even exactly. You can always get away with doing some fishing at the piers when you, you really don't want to do it any other way. I've caught some of my best catches of Spanish mackerel I've caught when there are waves crashing against the right. piers. Right. You know, and, and I think that that maybe confuses the bait a little bit, Neil. So I think the mackerel get fired up then when they see confused bait. Um, so we do have some really good bites on some of the windy days. Yeah. Um, North Pier versus South Pier. Do you have one that you favor over the other? I would say that if you're looking for depth, which you might be right now, then the North Pier is much deeper than the South. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for the, the, the multitude of reefs, the South Pier is better than the North. The nice thing about our passes, though, is you can go to either one. So what I tell everyone is if your bite is off, then check the other pier. Switch sides. Yeah, switch sides. Absolutely. That's a good tip. Well, Paul, I want to thank you for coming. Um, we're going to wrap it up for the week. I want to remind everyone our uh, our site website is capmel.com. Great resource there. The forums are free. Join up if you'd like. Um, Paul's Skyway Report is part of the guide reports on the site. Um, I write one for Upper Tampa Bay, Lower Tampa Bay, the kayak report. Um, we have guides from all over the state contributing. So enjoy our website, and we are going to try and get Paul back on here sometime soon. Neil, thank you so much for having me, man. It was really nice to see you again, and uh, hopefully we helped some of the listeners out. Thanks for coming in, and we are going to catch everyone next week. We wish you happy fishing, and get out there and catch them. There's a lot of fish in Tampa Bay. Precision Tackle offers a variety of spoons and spinner baits that are superior to any others on the market today. The Flats Intruder Wheeler Spoons are offered in 8 ounce, quarter ounce, and half ounce sizes and come in gold, silver, copper, and black. Precision Tackle also offers the Thunder Spin, Cajun Flash, and Stalker Spinner Baits. These baits are made to perform flawlessly in salt water and catch plenty of trout, redfish, flounder, and mackerel. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. Want to catch more fish? Try Ohero's 100% fluorocarbon leader. It's by far the most invisible fluorocarbon on the market today, with superior abrasion resistance to meet any rugged saltwater conditions. Ohero fluorocarbon leader is easy to tie and comes in all strengths to fit every angler's needs. Used by many tournament anglers and charter boat captains, Ohero fluorocarbon leader should be in your tackle box. See them at www.justforfishing.com, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or any of your major tackle shops. 
This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPole products to keep your PowerPole in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you are interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Live, local. This is kind of a great thing, and I'll tell you why. Your home for NBC Sports. The new Sports Talk 1040, the team, and sportstalkflorida.com.